Hey, what's good, everybody? My name is Henry C. Murphy, and you are locked in to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast, where we talk about business, finance, stewardship, and the journey of entrepreneurship. Let's get it in. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast. It doesn't matter if you're in your car, walking the dog, at a coffee shop, at the gym, on the jog, on your job, or creating your own profession. Thanks for listening. Hey, I am excited to get into episode 19, Wealth Begins with Paying Yourself First. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you ever heard that before, but uh, again, that title to me is crazy. Like, it's an attention getter. Wealth begins with paying yourself first, man. What do that mean? What does that even mean? Have you even heard that before? You probably haven't, you know what I mean? But uh, we're here to talk about it today, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've made a ton of mistakes when it comes to money, man. Like, And I'm sure a lot of you who listening have done the same. It's easy to get distracted. What do I mean by get distracted? Like, you see people, like, in the nice houses and the Range Rovers, the Porsches, especially here in Atlanta, Georgia, man, it's plentiful, man, that, um, you know, it's it's just a, it's a lot of dope houses, a lot of exotic cars. Man, they super nice. We got the Porsche dealership here where you can go whip around the racetrack, the whole joint, the whole nine. You know what I mean? Another thing is, too, here in Atlanta, you get so much land for the price. You know what I mean? Like, your joint be looking like Buckingham Palace. You know what I mean? Like, real talk, $350,000, boy, you might get 99 rooms. You know what I'm saying? Here in Atlanta, man, it's just, it's just kind of the way it is. You know what I mean? And so, from that very point, People buy more than what they need, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we just tend to do that. We buy more than what they what we need, you know what I mean? So, look, uh, when I see these things, though, me personally, I have a few questions that go through my mind when I see these things. You know what I'm saying? Did this person build their income to a point to where they have so much access that they can buy these things in cash? You feel what I'm saying? Or is their life a house of cards? Is it just credit and that it can fall at any time if anything happens. That's one of the first things that go through my mind because why? Because on this side of things or especially when, when I was like broke, broke, like I'm saying like that when I was broke, broke, it was kind of like, man, you, you still keep up with this facade some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a point where, you know what I'm saying? You, you paying for furniture in your house, you're paying for your car, you know what I'm saying? You're renting, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, bro, it's like everything you're paying out, everything, every dime that you're making is going out in some type of way. And you start to be, you know, you start to think like, bro, this, this can't be life. Like, this can't be the way it's supposed to be. But everybody do it. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody live that way. And so, you know, even when you might have a little discipline and be like, yo, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to kind of, you know, I'm going to do this. Whoop de whoop. Next thing you know, you know, discipline out the window. You know what I'm saying? You know when it brought this. You know when it brought that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it'd be things that we can't afford. it just be our lifestyle. You know what I mean? So, listen, the next thing come to mind is, do they have tangible income, right? Can they touch their money or is all their money wrapped up in their lifestyle, right? So, you know, the first thing we do is, like, I had to talk with my daughter, right, my oldest daughter, and and, and one of the things we were talked about, she was like, man, when we were younger, I thought we lacked so much because I would see the people with the big houses and the nice cars, and now she realized that, yo, them people ain't really have money. They just had things, and so 
that's that's the mindset I want you to start thinking about is 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 not about the illusion of money. It's actually about having money. You know what I'm saying? So how do you get there though? So the next thing is this. What comes to my mind, right? Do they have 10% of their net income put up? Which means like if they make $200,000 gross and have $150,000 net, do they have $15,000 put up to the side? Like, do you have it? Is it put up? You know what I'm saying? If it's not, then we have to be like, okay, why are we not paying ourselves, right? We have to start paying ourselves. So that's the thing. The reason why I wanted you to read The Richest Man in Babylon is because that is one of the first principles in the book. It teaches you, look, you have to pay yourself 10% of your income. You feel what I'm saying? You have to pay yourself 10% of your income. And you pay yourself first, bro. Like, that's before anything. That's before the electric bill, the gas bill, the, the, the car note, all of that. You know what I mean? And then it starts to let you know what you don't need to have in your life. Because if you can't pay yourself 10% first and you're trying to pay these people first, that don't make no sense. You're the one working. You feel what I'm saying? You have to pay yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Like, man, listen, pay yourself first, bro. And look, check this out. Let me hit you with this power fact real quick. 58% of America has less than $1,000 saved. 58%. Percent of America has less than a thousand dollars saved, man. Let that sink in for a minute. That is crazy. You know what I'm saying? That is crazy. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a such there is a such thing as is good debt. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see a person getting their credit in order to purchase a duplex, purchase a small apartment complex, things that's going to bring them generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? That's an investment. That that is that is good debt. And, you know, boom, all right, if you're going to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on something that's going to be out there for a while, that's going to make you money back. You know what I'm saying? You you don't get that same effect when you get a house and you put it up there for 30 years. You feel what I'm saying? Like that interest there, man, you can make that in 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 a couple of months with a different type of investment, right? So it what it's saying is one or two things. Like we start, we have to start back and be like, hey, do we need this much house? You feel what I'm saying? Or do we need to save more to put more down or at least get a starter house, then come back and get a different type of house? You feel what I'm saying? Depends on your, you know, depending on your family and all of those things. And it's the things. This is the thing. We want houses. Everybody want a house. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say everybody, but you know what I mean. Most of us, we want a house. It's just something about a house. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving and Christmas and people coming over and your people coming in town. Like, I get it. I get it. What I don't get is the 30 years. You know what I'm saying? The 30 years just never made sense to me, even when I was younger. It never made sense. And I remember my dad was like, yeah, son, never do a house for 30 years. You know, cut that mug in half, do 15 years. You see what I'm saying? And then get disciplined enough, cut that in half if you can. You know what I mean? So, you know, he used to say stuff like this. I just was hard-headed as a mug, and I did not listen. You know what I mean? But, um, again, this starts with understanding how to pay ourselves, how we treat ourselves and how we treat money. You feel what I'm saying? Like we just, we don't have respect for money. We just don't, you know what I mean? We, we, we just kind of toss it out, but you got to remember like we're the ones working. If you're working, pay yourself 10%. Like, bro, I might say that every single podcast. Cause I really want you to get it. And it's the truth. You DM me the first three people to DM me, man, I'm going to get you guys, um, 
uh, Audible book to Amazon. The reason why I want to do that is because I want you to listen to The Richest Man in Babylon. Actually, I probably got three books that I think will do you well that I would that I would that I would suggest for you to get after we get that for you. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure you get it, man. So look. The truth is that most of us was not taught to pay ourselves first, and I understand that, right? That is an ideology that we have to put into practice and get disciplined with. Hey, I have to start paying myself 10% now. Like, don't wait. As soon as you hear this podcast, you need to do it, and you need to tell all your friends, your family, look, man, stop paying yourself 10%, man. Change the trajectory of your life, like, right now. This is a discipline that you can start right now. You know what I mean? Um, listen, and this is the thing, it starts there. You know, you eventually want to get it to where it's at 20%, but it starts at 10. You know what I mean? I'm at about 10 to 12%. You know what I mean? Um, and I've been doing it for a while now, but like I said, again, it takes discipline and you have to start weeding out the things in your life that you don't really need. Um, and that takes a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? This is not an overnight thing. It's a mindset. You know what I mean? It's a mindset. Um, the goal at the end, though, is to be good stewards with our money, and that takes discipline, man. So, you know, you have to control what comes through your hands. A lot of people want to be millionaires, but they don't know how to control $1,000. We have to learn how to control what comes through our hands so that we can be good stewards. You know what I mean? So, Anyway, hey, so I did tell you guys that I will uh, be transparent, and I'm going to say transparent as possible, um, and what just happened to me is this. I just lost $5,000, right? I just I didn't lose $5,000, like, dropped out of my wallet, but it, it dropped out of my wallet, but this is what happened, man. Um, it's basically not paying attention to detail, bro. Like, not paying attention to detail. Detail is very, very important, right? So on Shopify, you know, I'm changing it from $75 to $100, right? Uh, and what I'm talking about is the free shipping. So if you spend $75 and uh, on our site, you get free shipping. I changed it up. I upped it to $100. I was watching the average, and the average has been, you know, over 100 anyway. It makes sense to change it to $100, right? As a, as a brand, it just makes sense, right? So guess what I did, though? Instead of putting it at $100, I put it at $10. So that meant everybody that came through who was spending $10, they got free shipping. Listen, so I'm watching the notifications come through, right? And I'm looking 13, 17, 12, 11. I was like, dang, a lot of people buying accessories. Like, that's crazy. Because, you know, I'm looking at it like, that's low. You know what I'm saying? We don't sell our tees that low. So I'm looking like, what is this? Like, even with the discount, it shouldn't have been this low. This is an odd number. This is crazy. And, man, lo and behold, I, I'm digging, right? Because I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. Free shipping, free shipping, free shipping, free shipping, free shipping. I'm like, hold on. I go, and that mug says $10. Now, let me put it in perspective for you guys, though. Right on the low end, we get like fifty thousand visitors a month. On the low end, man, that joint could have went crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Like we could have lost twenty or thirty thirty thousand dollars on a simple mistake, not paying attention to detail. Pay attention to detail, man. That's what that story was all about. That's what transparency is all about, so that you won't make the same mistakes. My homeboy Kareem did it. He did it with We Die Society. Guess what he did? You know what I'm saying? I told I told you this on the um, earlier podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. He didn't hit the um, 
the uh, the button that says that it's a physical product. So it was coming through like a digital, you know, almost like a digital gift card. And so he think he got five, six stacks, and he don't. He don't have it. You know what I mean? The reason he don't have it is because it wasn't showing up as a physical product. Again, those type of mistakes can cost you, man, especially if your website start doing numbers with people coming through as far as visitors, you know what I mean? So get it right now. Pay attention to detail, man. <laughs> Listen, let me hit you with this power fact, man. Something to start thinking about. It takes $421,926 to be the top 1% of earners in America. That's under that's that's a half a mil. That's what that is. It's a half a mil. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to make a million dollars to be in that number, the top one percent. So think about all the people you love, right? All the uh who you would who you would call top earners as far as um, you know, in, in your movie stars, your you know, your uh your, your Starbucks people, your Jeff Bezos, your anybody who you could think of, right? They're in that top 1%, and all you have to do is make at least a half a mil to be in that number, right? And I say and I say those numbers like that because all you guys who are listening, you are entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? You can hit that number. You know what I'm saying? But it takes stewardship to hit that number. It takes innovation to hit that number. It takes creativity to hit that number. But again, it starts with how we handle our money. That's why we talk about these things. You feel what I'm saying? Be responsible with it now so when you get it, you can be better than these people, bro, that's already out there and they just wasting money. You feel what I'm saying? They don't respect money. You know what I'm saying? Don't be one of them people who don't respect money. Respect that, man. Respect it. You know what I'm saying? You are you are the vessel that is going out there doing the work, putting the work in. So respect the money that is coming in. You know what I mean? Look, y'all know the mantra, man. Make moves or make excuses. Do good business. Do it with integrity. This is Henry C. Murphy. Until next week. God bless the entrepreneur. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast. Follow us on Instagram at God Bless the Entrepreneur. And check out our weekly blog on GodBlessTheEntrepreneur.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Talk to you next week. Salute.